0: You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
2: Right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Coming up, Jason Logan of uh, Covers.com will join us to talk all things NBA playoffs, NFL drafts over a week away. Great conversation there with Ben. If you miss it, check out the podcast. We get some insight on different potential picks and props for the NFL draft. But let's jump back to some basketball here. We want to give fuller thoughts on Adrian Wojnarowski uh, blaming the... night. We, uh, we hit the other games earlier, and now we get a Bulls-Bucks game 10-point number tonight. Uh, Joe what stood out to you in terms of potential props for Bulls-Bucks tonight?
0: Okay, so if you like to play some of the positive regression stuff, there are a million options. We pointed out yesterday that... The Hawks game had some of that. Now Trey Young missed a lot of threes in the first game. Trey Young missed a lot of threes in game two last night. Yep. <laughs> we, we picked the wrong guy. And that's why I was frustrated at the time of the show because Bogdanovich props were not listed. So we couldn't give them out. But but I wanted to. And what happened with Bogdanovich in game two after going 0 for eight in game number one? Positive regression. Mm-hmm. Dude went off. So can we see some of that here? Middleton one for seven on threes. Vooch two for 10. Levine, two for 10. The Vucevic one, I pause on it a little bit because I wonder if he's going to continue to fire from outside or is he going to play in the post more? There are a lot of people screaming for that. I'm not just talking fans. I'm talking about right analysts that are closer to the team that do some of the team coverage stuff that want him down in the post or playing in the paint instead of sitting outside all day. I didn't have a problem with him firing 10 times. And if you watch that game, a few of them, they looked in and they just bounced out. Just a little unlucky in that sense. His prop for made threes is one and a half. And he had wow. 10 attempts last time. Now, it's, it's a little, little juice. Not crazy juice, but it's a little juice. Levine, went two for 10, his number's two and a half. I, I mentioned earlier I like playing the total because of the the reaction from 230 down to 225. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting, um, but I don't have a problem if you want to go Vooch over one and a half made threes. If you want to go Middleton, how many times do we see last playoffs Middleton bounce back?
2: Often, I mean, we, we all that that was the time. A, I feel like that was our discussion every time he had a bad game. Like here comes a good one, and he had a good game. Here comes a bad one. That's that's him in the postseason.
0: Yep, hundred percent. So if you want to go Middleton, whether we're talking made threes or just points overall, I don't have an issue with that. The Vooch, too. I mean, DeRozan, he scored 25, but he made six field goals. I, they, they found ways. It, it was so bad offensively. Um, there were a number of Bulls players, like Levine. He had 18 points on 19 shots. Mm-hmm. Vooch, 24 points on 27 shots which kind of leads me uh, to more reason that I like the over. I like holiday assists tonight. That number is 7.5 and and low-scoring game first time around. He had 16 potential assists. I certainly think he can get to 8, so I I like that there. Uh, Rebounding chances, it was a ton because there were so many missed shots. Giannis had 21. I mean, he's going to get to double figures. But I don't know if you want to go all the way up to the Giannis rebound numbers. But I, I do like the holiday assists on uh, the prop front. Vucevic had a ton of rebounding chances be, because of all the missed shots. So I don't over, want to overreact to that. But uh, the shooting is going to be much better than what we saw the other day.
2: I agree. You know, you know what props stood out to me as I looked throughout this? I, 10's a big number. Obviously, the Bulls covered the number in game one. Five and a half is the first half number in this game. I might look to take the Bucks in the first half and not worry about the ten points at the end if the Bulls could somehow cover this number because I, it just it I don't want to drop ten right. If I had to, I would. If If you ask me right now, pick a side in this game, I'd pick the Bucks side.
0: But it felt like a half, loss for Milwaukee. Do you think they feel that way?
2: Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, five and a half in the first half. Do you think this is a really tight game at the half? I don't. Maybe they're up eight, nine in the first half, and then we see how it plays out by the end.
0: Isn't that what it was last game? It was right I around there? Was. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: took uh,
0: Buck's money line and put it with some of the other player props I left just for funsies parlay. Because <laughs> minus 550 is a little too much.
2: Yeah, it's, it's significant.
0: But, uh, the Middleton threes is two and a half, minus 105 on over. Make three.
2: How many has he attempted this year?
0: Well, he attempted seven in the other game. Seven.
2: Yeah, yeah. And for the season, he attempted six point six. So it's right about his average. He, and he made thirty seven percent during the regular season. He made two and a half threes per game in the regular season. And what did you say the number was?
0: Uh two and a half.
2: That's 200%. what he made. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's that it's right there.
0: Okay. And like I mentioned, Levine is also two and a half, and Vooch is one and a half. DeRozan is a half. He hesitates that, to shoot from out there. He doesn't it's like so it. Nope. He hates it. Even when he takes those wide open threes, he does
2: not look comfortable at all. And he, ne- it's, and it's interesting, players get more comfortable. Like he's been in the league so long. He's has you know, he's a good player, really good player. He never got comfortable shooting threes. It just never was his thing. Um, right. okay. So, we, we got our props in for tonight's game. Let's circle back. Uh, if we have the audio, let, let's play this again. This was Adrian Wojnarowski yesterday, just in case anyone's jumping in with us, but they missed earlier in the show. We gave quick thoughts, but let's expand a little bit here. Woj yesterday on ESPN, uh, kind of roping in sports gamblers, bettors for the reason there's hostility within arenas and fans and players, the whole Kyrie Irving situation in Boston. Here's Woj uh, yesterday on ESPN.
1: We're going to see more of this in the league. Nothing to do with – there's a different dynamic with Kyrie Irving in Boston. Mm -hmm. But as gambling becomes more prevalent in the arena, people gambling on almost everything everything that goes on with the game and they're drinking, players, organizations, and you talk to them, they already feel it in the arena. And when people are losing money in real time and they're pointing to a player on the court that said, hey – I bet you to score more points in the second quarter than somebody else. And I lost. You're adding an element to that that we're not talking as much about, but is a real factor in this league. And I think you are going to see more instances of of fans being even more vitriotic toward players in this league. And it's an issue they're going to have to deal with. But it comes, I think, with the influx of gambling money that everyone's going to profit off of both players and the league and and the BRI. Yeah. But it's going to impact the way the relationship between fans and players in real time. All
2: right, let's react here to Woj. I mean, the the first thought, and I mentioned earlier, I mean, Woj is part of the ecosystem that benefits from sports gambling money coming into the sports world. So, like, he's got to check himself at the door on that one. He's benefiting, too. But the other thing I thought about as I listened to that, like, he's referencing Kyrie Irving. Are Celtics fans on Sunday, were they betting on him to have a certain amount of points? I mean, maybe some. Maybe to like, have a bad game. Could sure. That that could be. <laughs> but generally, I feel like hometown fans bet on their hometown team.
0: Especially Celtics, yeah. Yeah,
2: they're going to bet on Tatum over, Brown over, Celtics money line, whatever. Like That's the way fans bet. I don't think they're sitting there saying, oh, I, I have Kyrie this and he went over. Screw him, I'm going to boo him more. Just... It doesn't feel like that's actually what's happening at all.
0: Man, saying it. And this is maybe the worst example for him to bring up this issue. If he wanted to raise the issue, fine. Let's have that conversation. I'm willing to. I'll disagree with you, but we can have that conversation. You don't use Kyrie Irving and his relationship with the Boston Celtics fan as that avenue. No. Okay. Like we have all this bad blood. He just left the team. And by the end, they were happy to see him go. A lot of animosity there. And he's doing it after the game where he was f- giving the middle finger to everyone. Right. Like, what? And on the court and off the court, telling people to suck them up, you know, <laughs>
1: whatever. Exactly. So,
0: like. Okay, this is not the example to use this, but if we want to break it down, we're going to see more of this. What evidence? First off, is that why they're mad? You're just making that assumption. Like that that was not happening in the in previous years? Mal's at the Palace, is that, was that cuz of gambling? I mean, come on. So every time there's an instance, are people going to use this as an excuse, "Oh, cuz of gambling, they must right. have lost money on betting." No, they're mad their team lost. And this ha- I mean, come on. Um also, some of the examples he used, oh, uh, well, people are gambling on everything. Does Woj know what's available to bet on? Where Where is this bet in the second quarter? This person yes. scores more than that. Where is that available? I've never seen that. You, this is you, NBA playoffs. You can't bet on that. I thought the same thing. You can't bet on a player to score, score. more than another player in the second quarter. <laughs> And then he started blaming it on, first it was the betting, and now he's putting it on the drinking. So we're just going to cut that off, too. Let's just, you know, we're going to go to Utah, whatever. All the vices, I mean, out. Uh, everything out. No, no you can't, ca- you can't Get it fight. out,
2: get it out, says Woe. Also,
0: I can't people coffee. have been gambling for years. This yes, didn't just start this year. There are okay. people who have been gambling. How long, Joe-O, have you been gambling? I mean, come on, oh this God. is not new. Forever, I was running pools when I was at St. Constance, grade school. Are you kidding me? Like, come on, I was that guy. And, 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 and here's the other part: the influx of legalized gambling money. All those bad gamblers. Hey, Woj, it's not legal in Massachusetts, and that was not brought up. Yes, it's legal in many NBA markets, including where I am in Chicago, where Georgie is in Philadelphia, and some places where you, where you can gamble in Aaron. I know the The rules are very strange by you. But yes, we are in legal markets, not everywhere. And it's a big fight right now between the politicians in Boston, Mass. So he's wrong on that angle, too. Yes, I agree with him. We've learned that with legalization, there is a lot more wagering. I understand that. Not there. Not there. But it kind of goes back to what we were talking about early on. People have always been doing this. It's in the culture there in Boston. They do it. It's it's a crazy sports town. So they're going to bet a lot on sports, but they can't do it legally. Shut and up. This,
2: and the person that is part of this discussion, he's an instigator, an ex-player on their team that is an instigator. You think the crowd in New York was booing Reggie Miller in the 90s because they all were had a bookie? No, they hated <laughs> him. Right? This is sports. This has been happening forever. And yeah.
0: also yes. – um... It was Nurkic, right, who went through the guy's phone. He made a personal attack about his family members. That had nothing to do with gambling. That was one of the other recent things that came up. So Here's what I hate. This thing, right? Anytime there's an incident between a player and a fan, it's about gambling or it's about drinking. It's not about somebody taking ownership of their actions. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
2: Idiots in, in sports crowds forever, and there will be forever. That, that's the part that blows me away. Like, that's not <laughs> going to change. streaker. Yeah, I mean, like, morons That's going to be gambling too. <laughs> Who knows? Jason Logan, not a moron. Jason Logan, our next guest, Covers.com, joins us. We'll talk to NBA playoffs right here.
1: <laughs> These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. From BetQL.